What up, fools? This is the On Average Podcast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Episode 18 or 19. We're not sure. See, Welcome to the well-organized podcast. We don't know. 19. Episode 19. Episode baby. 19. Sick. Today we are with another comic. Hello. And uh, her name is Monica. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Monica <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> we met her at an open mic Thursday. Yep. So, uh, what do you guys think about that open mic? I know you wanted to talk about it a little bit. Holy. It was a fucking disaster. Uh, yeah. Okay, was, yeah, good. It was I all I was of the, the things. only one bombing, bro. No. no it, was... It, it, it was you that went up on stage just as that fight broke out, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I went up on stage and someone outside threw a chair at the bar. <laughs> and everyone said, stop the mic. And I thought it was a joke. So I was like, ha ha, <laughs> like, I'm going to pause, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's like, no, actually shut the fuck up. And I was like, what? And then a fight ensued. So. Yeah. All of the men stood up and they were, you know, like, let's add petroleum to this fire. And yeah, then just like yeah. decided to all go. That was me. <laughs> Joe was straight. Joe like ripped off his sleeves. Straight. I've never seen anything like it. He got like all of a sudden have war paint on. I was like, is that yeah, blood? Yeah. And then he just ran outside. I loved how like he was just so angry, he made an outside chair inside. It was like, yeah. ah! And like threw it at no one or nothing. It just made no. a really loud bang. Yeah. Then stumbled out backwards into traffic, which if. Um, uh, not advisable. <laughs> then um, he was just shouting like we still to this day don't know what the fight was about. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Like, but that was really just the cherry on top of the entire yeah. evening, I would say. I it was you know I I felt bad for you guys because it was your first mic and I was like if this was my first open mic I would give up comedy yeah. like I would be so fucking scared. Oh man. Which actually, um, I'm, you didn't ask me the question, but I'm going to go into it anyways. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, we can edit it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, good. Um, four years ago, like I, it was my first open mic I did four years ago, actually. Oh, okay. And I bombed, and I was like so freaked out that I didn't do it again. For four years? For four years. Oh, so wow. for two years, I was just like you know what, it's not worth it. Like the feeling of bombing is like so shit, right? And then we got into the pandemic Mm -hmm. and then I was like, you know what? Like I... I want to try this again. I want to do it. And it's like, I'm I'm doing it now and, and things are going better. But I just think like, I shouldn't have like stopped when I bombed, you know? Yeah. And that's why like when that was your first open mic, I was like, guys, please try another <laughs> one. Like, please do not let this be your experience. I don't, I don't think one person like laughed the whole time. Yeah. No, I, I did it was my, so painful. Yeah. I did my set. Yeah. yeah. I got one laugh. Yeah. Because yeah. I was asking Paul about it on the ride home. The only <laughs> laugh was like the nine to five thing. And then after nothing else after that right and then at one point so and you were over your time i was too much into my head yeah i thought he was taking pictures of me i was like oh is this guy flexing for the gram right now yeah Yeah. you're the same as me attention whore you see a flashing like just a flashing light and i'd be like someone's taking a picture yeah all right like like, that's a plane i'm like tag me yo tag me (laughs) i'm trying to give her a clout right now (laughs) but he's like he flashed me three times (laughs) <laughs> oh wow yeah Jesus. oh my god no i did exactly the same one up on stage i actually cut a whole bunch of stuff out because i was like if you don't if you guys don't like the start you're not gonna like the rest of it I'm yeah not doing, i'm not doing the whole thing plus when you're looking out on stage like half the crowd was on their phones the other half were like literally yeah. had their back to me they had all like done their set and they were done which exactly. whatever they're out so that was it it wasn't actually my first open mic i just said that because a few people asked and it was a lot easier than saying yeah, like, yeah. no it's my third <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it was my first open mic that lasted like 
that late. Usually I go to ones that are like on at like six or eight and that's, mm-hmm. I'm realizing now a much more innocent sort of vibe. This one, yeah. so for context for everyone, we went to a open mic that is in Toronto open until late. It started at 9.30, but they had professional comics on first and then it was an open mic afterwards, probably about 11 p.m. That lasted maybe until like 1 a.m. Yeah. Did those yeah. comics, like the paid, did yeah. they pay to go on or they got paid? I don't, I they don't got think paid. they got paid. Oh, they, they did get paid. paid. Yeah. It's oh. a paid show. I think. I don't know 100%, but I'm oh, pretty wow. sure. I've seen some of those people at open mics before, though. Oh, so yeah, I'm they like, do both. Maybe. Okay. There's so a lot I of comics. Just trying to get on, like, get stage time. You got to pay to get a stage time, you know what I mean? No, there's a lot of comics that, like, you'll see them at open mics trying new shit and, yeah. um, you know, also just practicing, right? Like, I see a lot of comics, they do a mix of open mics, paid shows, you know. Some, I guess, mainly do paid shows, some mainly do open mics, but yeah yeah it, it was a paid show so damn i can't believe that there was yeah. one guy i can't remember his name probably best if we don't even say it but he stood at the <laughs> corner of our table the entire do you remember the last guy the wait, big like wait, which dude the big arms dude oh yeah the- <laughs> yeah he, yeah yeah stood at the corner of our table had like a really deep voice yeah. i like found him kind of attractive to begin with i was like oh, okay. oh yes daddy say more and then he basically but like it just fully turned into like verbal abuse yeah at the end of it like it was sexy the first two times and then after that i was like no this 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 hurts now stop like enough yeah, i know like, i'm you guys you know, like, yeah. dude what the fuck man? kept calling us babies as he kept saying that like i don't know he was gonna fuck us and i was like you'd fuck a baby what's happening here no you know the thing the thing that bothered me the most he was just like i've been doing this for 15 years this is the best you're gonna get yeah i was like oh come on man you're saying this to a bunch of comics that are just starting out yeah is it really is this the best no you just take it out on like the newbies are like i've been doing this 15 years enjoy i get it you guys are laughing at my jokes fuck you (laughs) yeah no it was it was an overall um, very rough mic. And I think by the time that we went up, mm. any audience members had left. Yeah. So you're really just sitting there with comics that are waiting to go up. Yeah. So they don't give a shit about you. Like they just want to go up and practice their stuff. Right. Exactly. And that's what a lot of open mics are. And it's kind of good, though, because it's like if you can get up in front of a bunch of comics yeah. and do your thing. Like I was I was talking to some guys last night and they're like, if I get a chuckle, at an open mic from another comic i'm like this is good shit like this is stuff that like if there's an actual audience that's paying to come and laugh like they're gonna really like it you know but other comics you know like if i get called at 1 a.m to an open mic there's five people left they all fucking hate me because (laughs) they just want to go like they just want to perform right Mm. so it's like if you can get like a little chuckle out of them you're like okay this is good shit you know so that's good to hear i got one chuckle so you're doing great i got one chuckle from one person just one guy yeah (laughs) i was like great stand up for one person here we go i think it was just you and jay you and other jay who just laughed at my joke i'm like all right oh that's it i'm such a cheerleader like i really i want i want like a thousand me's in my own crowd yeah, yeah. even if it's not funny i'm there in the fucking back yeah. like a mom yeah. i'm like a mom just in the back just proud of you i actually remember yeah. because okay so the chair was thrown yeah. during my yeah. set and then i'm just standing there with my microphone being like what the fuck do i do and then i sat back down and they reintroduced me and you were like the first one to come in and you're like you're gonna do great like everyone's gonna come back <laughs> around i love the way you're holding your hands as well like we're all here to listen to you and like everyone's just like what the fuck and i'm like thank you to this one fucking guy who's like trying to hype me 
me up. And then I remember performing and you were like trying to look so intently at me like, great job. You got you know? this. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. I know. I really felt the, like we were talking just before the podcast was on about like, I, so the reason why I got into comedy, people pleaser, but also narcissist. So my people pleasing like really comes out when I'm in the crowd yeah. because like I want the person, especially as we were sat in the front row, which I didn't realize because he was like, you guys should move to a different table. And we were like, okay, cool. And then we moved to a different table and he put the mic right in front of us. And yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I was just staring really intently at everyone, just like clapping whether they were saying anything or not. Yeah, and then yeah. just like. I like, I only laugh if I find it funny, but my laugh is quite loud. Yeah. So it sort of like hopefully entices other people to chuckle as well. Yeah. People pick up on each other, right? Like yeah. if one person laughs, other people will kind of either tune in and be like, oh, something's funny. And then they're listening to you now or they'll kind of like laugh along. Like I always compare it, you know, like the Big Bang Theory and they have the laugh track. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen those episodes where they take out the laugh track and it's like not funny Just at all? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. painful. But when you hear the laugh track, you're like, oh, that's funny. Oh, funny. And you kind of register it as funny, right? Like, yeah. obviously, I want to be funny to people, not just because other people are <laughs> laughing, but it's like it's it's very contagious. Right. It really so. Is. But but that was that was a rough mic. I I don't think anyone was listening to each other at that mic. I don't think so either. That was yeah. my thing. To begin with, we were, and then I don't know what the professionals. Most of them disappeared. There was like half yeah. of them left, and yeah. then I guess with the rest of the open mics, like everyone's either nervous or whatever else. But the the mood in the room had sort of changed. Everyone was just, I want to get mine done, and then I want out of here. Yeah, of well, thing. especially after the chair was thrown, right? Because Seriously, yeah. I tape every set, so I watch them back to see. Ah. And um, I heard, like, in my set, there would be a little sound, like a little bang or, like, someone moving behind the bar. And everyone's face was just like, what's going on, right? Because they were all on edge from, like, the fight that had just happened. Yeah. So it's like no one was really, like, mentally there. Right. Um. But you kind of think if if I can do that and I can, you know, do an open mic like that, then like a fucking paid show is like a joke. That'll be fine. You know? Yeah. yeah no yeah. one's throwing chairs. No, no one's throwing one's, chairs. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been to the poorhouse? They do not. Sundays and Mondays. No. I think they only do one day out. Like they I love it. that it's called the poorhouse though. That's yeah. class. P-O-U-R. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it's funny because someone mentioned that that open mic to me yesterday and I was like, the porn house like what are you talking about like get away from me you creep yeah, what kind of open mic is this yeah and he's like poor and i'm like oh well now i'm the one who has the dirty mind <laughs> yeah. thinking this, you know i think that one's really supportive that's yeah. where i saw a lot of them actually oh really yeah you sure i saw the uh no he wasn't asian like the small mexican guy Oh my god, yes. Mm. He seen him there. He recently added me on instagram. I can't remember his name. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah uh yeah. that that guy, I don't know, what he, he had a different set of the open mic, but he was part of the paid show. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? Like the tall, uh, like brown, he, was, oh, he, he wasn't black. The guy that had he, like the little had, missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. He was there. That was missing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was fucking funny. That funny. was really was it funny. Justin? Oh, do you know, know, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm really yeah. bad with names. I know exactly yeah, what he yeah. looks like. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah, remember yeah. his name. He was there. He was pretty funny. Yeah. I saw one of the girls from the paid shows. Do you remember her joke? It was just like something, oh, I'll ask you about your your pronouns. Do you remember that one? She was like no. one of the first or second. Mickey? It was a girl. She was, oh, she walked up with the blind Jess? guy. Oh. She, do you remember the blind guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Yo, he was he really was, funny. He walks right up. Uh, are we, sh- ethics, should we say other people's jokes even if they're really, really funny? Because I don't know if he's then going to go on to a, a, a like. Probably not. A show, right? Yeah, maybe not the punchline. Maybe right. the friend. Maybe well, just like what it's about. 
it was it's literally just a one-liner as he walks up yeah you can just say it's funny it's really okay yeah yeah. so this this guy visually impaired i don't think he's he sort of like describes it a little bit he's not like fully blind but he did walk up with like someone was helping him he had like a a stick to sort of like help him get about and then his his i think half of his set was about him being blind and like it was so fucking good yeah it was actually really fucking good brilliant He's like yeah. playing with the stick as well. He's using it as a prop. He's making jokes out of that as well. Yeah. It was, yeah, fair play to him. And then the other half of his set had nothing to do with his visual impairment. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing as well. I yeah. thought he was really, really good. There are a few, there are like a handful. I'd say actually all the paid comics were good. Yeah. Some of them were better than others. That's subjective depending on what you find funny. But then, yeah, yeah they were really good. It was just that last dude who just fucking tripped me out. He yeah. Was, he was scary. Yeah, he was quite scary. He was scary. <laughs> yeah, he was like, towering over us. He was like, us. you're the first buff Asian dude I've ever seen on Thanks, man. I'm like, am I about to get in a fight or something? Yeah. <laughs> he just I saw like, you as a I had my guard up. That's why I was like flexing. <laughs> I loved it. He just glazed right over me. He was like, and the rest of you women? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing great, sweetie. Oh, my God. Just never blinking as I'm staring at him. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. So... We were talking beforehand, you've um, only been doing this for about a month, a month now, yes. which is crazy because we saw Monica's open mic. I'd, I'd argue you were probably the best open mic that we saw. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Really, really good. Thank like, you. really good. Thank um, you. And then since then, I followed your, your Instagram and I found that, like, you did a show. Did you do a show yesterday? Yesterday was my first show. Was Incredible. It, was it How the did it go? Monday yeah. football one? Was it that Fools one? Football, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At yeah. Comedy Bar, eh? At Comedy Bar, main stage. Yeah, that's I, crazy. It was, your first ever show, Comedy Bar, main stage? It was fucking scary. It was yeah. basically what happened was uh, Brandon, the guy who booked the show, right. he messages me like a week ago because my first show was supposed to be Fresh Breath, which is like new comics, you okay. know, like all my friends and family are coming. Like it's next week. It's like 30 people, very chill. So that's what I was going into this with. You know, it's going to be my first show. Yay. And Brandon messages me last week and he goes, hey, I'm not sure if I should take this space, but if you can get like three to five people together and we get like 20 people in total, you know, maybe we'll make a show. I'm like, okay. okay, I can do that. Yeah. So I look at the tickets being sold and there's 95 and I'm like, okay, maybe we just got this big space, you know, we'll sell 20 tickets. It'll be chill. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the show was yesterday on Monday. On Sunday, it's sold out. Oh my oh, God. Shit, and eh? I was it's like a like hundred people. Yeah. Whoa. We sold 95 tickets. <gasps> And I was like, what the fuck? And then my friends were messaging me because I told a few of them about it. You know, I'm trying to get my three to five fucking people. (laughs) And they're like, they're like, Monica, the tickets are sold out. Like, can you get me a ticket? And I I messaged the guy booking it, Brandon. I'm like, can we get extra tickets? He's like, no, it's fucking sold out. I'm like, this is like a real show, right? And so. It is now. It is now. Yeah. And so I go, we're on the main stage and I'm like, you know, I really want someone to tape this. Like one of my friends was in the audience and Brandon is like, oh, it's being professionally filmed from three different angles. And I was like, what the fuck (laughs) have you gotten me into on this shit? And like there are agents here as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood yeah. is here. Yeah, fucking yeah. like Chris Rock is here, just yeah. like scouting. <laughs> Will Smith uh, is also here as well, so no other people. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. Um, and then I I was looking at the comics on the show, right? And I looked up some of their Instagrams and I had seen some of them before. And I'm like, these are all really good fucking comics. Like wow. some of them are newer than others, but yeah. they're all very strong. Like I was yeah. like, it is an honor to share a stage with these people. But like 
I've never done a show. <laughs> so people were like, like in the backstage, they were like, oh, how many shows have you done? What show oh, is this? And I'm God. like, bro, I've never done a show. Whoa. Like this is, and they're like, they what react? the fuck? Yeah. They were, it's, you know, Brandon, Real the guy booking it. Um, yeah. By the way, plug for Brandon. He's the best. He, he <laughs> makes, like, he's like my big brother in comedy. Um, but he makes it very, like, family, like, That's oriented. Right. Like, he nice. brought Tim Beebs backstage. Oh, I know, it's so cute. What's his second name again? His what? His second name, just like his give him last like a, name, his last name, Brandon yeah. Sakai. There you go. That's, that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's who he is. Look him up. He's great. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Um, you know what's interesting about comedy is I thought the people would be bigger assholes, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has just been so welcoming. Mm. Like it's it's crazy. It's like I feel like I'm part of a family, and every person that I meet is like so open and you know wants to share like we all want to share in this together like yeah. we all do this because we're into it we love it you know yeah. um but yeah so everyone was like oh it's your first show they were like excited for me they were like pumping me up i think we were all under the impression that it was going to be this like casual show <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like fucking main stage three cameras Whoa. like a hundred people yeah um and i was just like well I practiced. I'm here. I mean, whether it's nine people or 95, it's yeah. my set, right? Yeah. And then, you know, my my good friend, Kenley, too. Plug for Kenley. Um, <laughs> she was the one hosting the show. Amazing. And she just pumped me up. She's like, Monica, you were booked for a reason. All you have to do is your average, which I really liked that phrase. Oh, that's good. She's like, don't just, aim for perfection. Just like, aim for average. Just aim for your average, you know? And then you kind of calm down. You're like, if I'm average, it's good enough. So, yeah. Yeah, it was nice and they just made it calm and I went up, I did my thing, I got some laughs and, you know, I just, I psych myself out, you know, because okay, yeah. I'm just like, I always watch my tape after so that yeah. I can like hear the laughs and the beats and everything, but I didn't get anyone to tape it because they got it professionally filmed, so I'm waiting for the film. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I feel like I go through phases. Like, <laughs> when I first started, I'm like, I'm the funniest fucking person. Like, oh, my God. Alive. Before I ever started, I was exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I'm just like, I think if I get started, I'll end up completing it. I'll yeah. I'll the first ones to ever complete stand-up. Like, I'll yeah. be like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to kill it every time. Every like, time. I'm just so fucking funny, right? Yeah, on the tits. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I go through that phase. And then the next day, I'll be like... I am shit. <laughs> How is, I am trash person. I'm trash. literal trash. How is anyone laughing at anything I say? Like yeah. all my shit's garbage. And you kind of go through these things and then you see other comics and you're like, I'm, I'm trash. Yeah. Like I, I'm never going to write anything good again in my whole life. But <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, I think what it is, you know, really like is. I talk to people about it and they're like, that's literally normal. You know, it's so weird trying to learn with like this roller coaster. The two things I've sort of like tried to make a promise to myself is like, don't do it. Like don't let fear of looking stupid stop you and don't let fear of failure mm -hmm. stop you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fear of looking stupid is overwhelming all the time. Oh yeah. Like I do, I do like stupid little videos on Instagram and like, they're always me acting like a complete idiot. Yeah. Then I go out on stage and make fun of myself. I like, I wouldn't say I'm the world's funniest person, but I am the world. I am definitely trying the hardest to be funny out of anyone else in the world. I think <laughs> like, I'm swinging for the fences every fucking sentence. And like 50% of the time I land on something and the other 50% fucking stupid. Well, that's what it is, right? I yeah. mean, something that we always talk about at open mics is like, no great comic has not bombed. 
Right. Yeah. Like, if you're a great comic, you've tried shit because you're risky. Yeah. And some of that shit bombs really hard. But on the other end of that, you've tried shit and you're risky and it's so unique. Yeah. And it's so you and it just kills, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a great comic, you bomb a yeah. lot, right? I think what's hard for me and what I need to start learning and leaning into is like, when you say a joke and you say the punchline and you pause and there's no laughter. Yeah. Like I need to like keep the pause because mm. that's my beat. Okay, I got no laughs. I can change it next time. But sometimes I'll hear that there's kind of no laughter. So I'll just like race into the next thing. Me too. Mm. But yeah. you see good comics pausing and no one laughs, but they still just like move on gracefully. You know, they're like, okay, well, fuck it. It's this huge confidence that you you kind of have to have. And it's like, it is it is a skill as well to yeah. be like, like no matter the reaction that you're getting back, you have to not only be reading the rumors at the same time that you know that a joke is going to land funnier. And also, if you start talking really quickly, people are going to lose the words that you're saying. Exactly. They're going to feel that you're stressed or you're nervous. That affects the mood of the entire room if you start to get, like, nervous or stressed. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, that's something I had exactly, like, a very, maybe not exactly the same problem, but a similar problem. I was so nervous about silence that when people were laughing, I was talking through the laughter. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, within your laugh, I can get another joke out. And then you'll laugh at that joke. And then it's just nonstop laughter. That's yeah. not how laughing works. So like I would talk over people, then the like a big laugh would get cut very quickly. Yeah. Because and also like when when you're in the middle of a laugh and then somebody's sort of like, I don't know, say you're like laughing with your friend, someone comes up to you and is like, oh, I'm sorry, where are the directions to so and so? And you like almost swallow your own laughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like such a weird feeling to be like <gasps> Uh, yeah. It's over there on the yeah, <laughs> and like I was just forcing people into that every time. So that I definitely have to learn how to pause, yeah. like take your time, be confident with it. That yeah, was, that was like that was one of the first things Rihanna told me. I think it was like the first or second class. Oh yeah, or maybe third. Like she was saying how like I just speak through the laughter because I'm like so nervous. Yeah. you know I was doing a tour. Oh, by the way, my other my day job is uh. I'm an adventure tour guy. Like, I travel through Canada and stuff. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. It's good practice cool. for comedy, too. You're talking all day. Yeah, I'm, like, talking yeah. on a mic and yeah. everything. Yeah. Speaking. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember my my boss, she was my trainer, she was with me, uh, watching me do my first introduction to the people. And then she was just, like, oh, uh, ask them if they're having fun. But I was so nervous. So I was like, hey, guys, like, we're going to explore Halifax today. We're going to explore the Maritimes. How are you guys feeling? Are you guys doing good? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is what we're doing. Shut the fuck up. I was, like, I was like nervous as fuck. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But that's rhetorical. This <laughs> is called the Joe Show. <laughs> I yeah. think, yeah, some of my favorite moments is, and when I watch back my tapes, my favorite tapes are when I pause for laughter and there's laughter, and then I keep pausing, and there's kind of like a second wave of the laughter because Mm. people also take a minute to tune into what you're saying, right? Like it may not hit right away because you've practiced your bit a million times. You know exactly what's coming, what you're saying, and so you're like, okay, here are the jokes, here are the jokes. But people are hearing this for the first time, right? Yeah. So you have to go slow and you have to pause because people have to take it in, right? Yeah. Give them a second. And sometimes you don't get a laugh in that first millisecond of the pause too, but then people are like, oh, and then they tune in and there's like a huge laugh, you know, but it's a very scary thing to do because when you pause and you don't get that laughter at first, you're like, oh, fuck, it's not funny. I need to jump into the next thing, scrap it, like move on, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's scary. I yeah, I hated that feeling. Okay, what do you guys think of this? Because I was talking to Paul 
Okay. Like, I was driving him home. Yeah. I was like, bro, I, f- I feel like I'm not fucking funny. I'm like, should I just throw my whole set out? <laughs> restart, bro. Like, how often do you guys write new sets? And like, you know, like, That's do you know, question. like, how do you know your set's funny? And then how do you know when to just like throw it all away? Just like fucking burn it. Just restart Ooh. the whole thing. You know what I mean? Uh, Monica, we could really go with your expertise on this as somebody who's done the main stage yeah. of Comedy Lab. Paid show. To a hundred people. Professionally filmed. <laughs> you paid bar, for it yeah. as well? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, thank Damn. you. Thank Monica you. Monica Gross killing it immediately straight out the gate. Making jokes for a living. Incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been a journey. Um... Okay, my advice on that, it's it's a really interesting question because when I first started, you know how I was saying I'm like, I'm the funniest fucking person? Yeah. So I had these stories that were really funny. So I tell them and I'm so into it, right? Because <laughs> it's my first time telling it. Yeah. And I'm like, that was awesome. And then I go back to a mic the next week and I'm telling the same shit. And I'm not as into it anymore because I've already right. said this shit, mm. right? Yeah. So I'm like at a point where I'm getting bored of my own material. Oh God, that's happened to me as well, yeah. And you kind of become robotic with it too because you're just like going through the motions and you're not as like into the moment. Like it's like right. telling your friends a story for the fifth time. Like you're like, I've told this four times, I'm bored, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's something that I'm trying to work through. Um, advice I got from another comic actually was never throw out anything anything because as you advance in comedy you're gonna find your voice you're gonna find your style and some of that stuff that didn't work at first because you were nervous or because you didn't you know have your stage presence down or you didn't have your voice it might work now it might be something that you could rewrite that you could tune up you know for me something i do is i kind of go on tangents because i don't have clear beats and i'll kind of go off on you know different story paths nice but there's certain things where it's like as time goes on and i'm realizing okay i have to tighten this stuff i could take that stuff that may not have hit it first because i'm going on too many tangents right tighten it up Mm -hmm. do it with like my voice and you know now it could be something that hits So I think my advice would be don't scrap anything, but at the same time, like if you have one set only and you're doing it like night after night and you get no laughs at all, like, okay, maybe try something else. (laughs) You know, like I don't don't want to say like you're going to come back to me in five years and be like, Monica, I took your advice. I've been doing the same set every night. I never throw anything away, but I never do anything new. (laughs) Like that's not what I said. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's interesting because I feel like for me, my, my comedy style is very much my own personal experiences, storytelling, whatever. So I have all this stuff that I want to (laughs) say. And, you know, I'm trying this, I'm trying that. And even last night, you know, like um, one of my friends came up to me and he was like, oh, I really wanted you to do like this little bit that I saw on your Instagram or something. Or like, I like this style. And like, I'm still finding my voice of what works, what doesn't. And then at the same time, what's a voice too? It's just myself, right? Like that's my comedy style. So I think it's just a learning process. And my biggest recommendation to see what's funny and what's not funny, because you can be writing in your room and be like, this is hilarious. Or I don't fucking funniest person has ever lived. This is the funniest shit. This is the funniest shit. Or you could be writing in your room and be like, is this even funny? Oh my God. Because I do that sometimes too. I I write something and I'm just like, is this even a joke? Like, is this (laughs) even like laughable in any (laughs) sense of the word? The best thing to do is go to open mics yeah. mm-hmm. and try out your shit. Because yeah. um, no, well, I guess there's some open mics that are more intense than others, but yeah. 
Some, it's like, you see comics get up and they're like, I'm going to try new shit tonight. They pull out their notebook. They're mm. literally reading jokes. Yeah. They look at the audience. The audience doesn't laugh. They're like, okay, that didn't work. Good Moving on to the next one. Yeah. And that's what it is, you know? Yeah. So that's that's a good thing. Like, I don't think I'd ever do a paid set or like a real set without trying it at an open mic first. Yeah. Mm, that yeah. would be... Even though last night I kind of did that, but whatever. Were you trying new stuff out? I... Okay, so I told you like four years ago I had done an open mic. Yeah. Um, and I did like this fundraiser oh, yeah, we thing. still need to get the first, sorry, just for the first half of that. Uh, four years ago, did you ever try an open mic? There we go. We can just edit that back. Ah, uh, yes, edit the... it back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> four years ago specifically. Specifically four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mics. You knew it was four years, yeah. <laughs> when did you get into it four years ago? Okay, so... I'll just tell this whole my life story, I guess. Okay. From birth. From birth. Yes. <laughs> it was a rainy Tuesday. Like Came so. out of the womb crying. It was hilarious. Um, Started rising immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so basically four years ago, I was, I was working at a corporate job and one of my friends came up to me and she was like, I'm holding this fundraiser. Um... Oh, yeah, don't worry it's about been that. Thirty minutes. Oh, it's been thirty cool. minutes. Yeah, yeah. this so one's about to turns, do it in it just a bit. On after. Yeah. so professional. Yeah. No, no, uh, Thank other you, cameraman. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just robots and shit. <laughs> I'm Jamie Mamoray. I supplied the water and the, the abode. <laughs> yeah, we got and thirty more minutes. We got thirty more minutes. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, okay, so. Yeah, four years ago, my friend came up to me at my corporate job and she was like, you're really funny. I'm doing a fundraiser uh, called Cringeworthy, where you tell a cringeworthy story about like you as a kid. So like your first kiss, like okay. whatever it is. Do you want to do a set? And I was like, I've never done comedy in my life. But I was like, sure. Because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like, right. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm like, OK, it's some fundraiser. I'll talk for five minutes, whatever. Yeah. And so it ended up being at the opera house in front of like, yeah, 300 people. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this is quite the fundraiser. Monica doesn't do small crowds. (laughs) She only does hundreds. Hundreds? Or you can't book me. Yeah, it better be sold out. Whatever it is, it better be fucking sold out. I don't want my friends being there. I want it to be sold out. Only fans. Not only Only fans. (laughs) She only does only fans. Only fans. Monica does OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Monica. Monica does comedy. Monica does comedy, not OnlyFans. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, so I I did this um, fundraiser and all my friends came and everything. And it was kind of just like beginner's luck. Like I went on stage and just fucking yoloed really for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone was like, you're so funny. You have to get into comedy, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like it's something I could try. So then um, a few weeks later, that's when I thought I was like the funniest person on earth, right? Because right. I'm mean, like, that would be what a rush, yeah. like 300 people. Uh, yeah, like yeah. cheering. I watched my tape at people were like laughing so hard. They were like fucking crying. Like it was like insane, Whoa, right? Damn. So I was like, I'm so funny. I don't even have to try at this. I'm just going to like go to open mics and like smash it and like have a Netflix special. <laughs> like I'm the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I go to an open mic and I fucking bomb like so no hard. Way. Was right? it the same story you did? Yeah. Was it the same set? No. Okay. I wrote like new shit because I'm like, I can write, like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm brilliant. Like I did that know? straight off the top of the dome. Imagine oh, if yeah. I put some sort of effort into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like this is so easy. And I remember being at the open mic and people had their notebooks and they were writing and I'm like, I don't need to do that. Like I'm so <laughs> funny. 
Anyways, I wasn't. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I completely bombed on that. And then I was just so scared. And I remember saying to my mom, actually, I was like, why would I even do this based on like the downside of it? Because the feeling of bombing was like so rough at that right. time. And also it was just, again, it was a weird vibe night. Like no other comics spoke to me. Like Oof. they had all like apparently like flown in from LA and were using this open mic to like test new shit. Like oh. one of my friends Whoa. came who was really into comedy and he's like, I've seen these people on like Sirius XM. Like it was like an intense wow. thing or whatever. So it was just a weird vibe. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And my mm. mom's like, no, like you have a gift, you know, like mm. you, you have to do this. And so I was playing with the idea, but I was kind of busy. I went traveling and then COVID hit. Yeah. So it was kind of like this series of like, oh, maybe one day, you know. And then in COVID, I went through like a really hard time, I'd say like uh, like uh, December 2021, January. Mm. And I've always used humor to like cope. You yeah, know? yeah. But we were in a lockdown, so I couldn't talk to anyone. Oh, that was the worst. So I turned to TikTok. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Follow me on TikTok, Monica Gross 22. Uh, plug for myself. <laughs> but I turned to TikTok, and you know what you were saying before we started? It's like fucking embarrassing. Like, mm. I'm 28 years old. I'm posting these fucking little videos on this like social media platform, but I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Literally no one cares. And so I'm posting these little videos and one of them goes viral. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, like this is a cool thing. Like maybe I could, you know, make something of this. And yeah. it's something I like to do. I was, I was feeling very lost in life at the time. Okay. You know, with my career, like with COVID, it was very hard on me. So I was like, okay, let's like try this out. Yeah. And then once you hit a thousand followers on TikTok, you can go live. So oh. I started going live on TikTok and talking to people who were following me and they were like, what's the goal? You know, like, what do you want to do here? And I I had never really said stand up comedy as mm. something I wanted to do because I had really suppressed it at that point. Yeah. You know, yeah. you felt like you bombed so hard. You just you were like, never again. I'm just going to close that box. Yeah. And, like life's a lot simpler when you just sort of like close the box close the box like yeah. kind of Sith's only deal in absolutes but it is so much easier to just deal in and like I had a bad time and I'm out and I'm never doing it again yeah and yeah. it's like you you kind of stop yourself from the pain of it and like comedy is such a personal thing to me like right. it's it's not a hobby you know mm -hmm. it's like a coping mechanism it's my life <laughs> yeah. like you know when I was younger like I wasn't the coolest or the prettiest but like I could make people laugh yes you yeah. know yeah. and so it's like it kind of becomes this survival tactic, this coping mechanism, like this this everything to me. Yeah. So to be shut down from that like years ago, kind of, it's like, it's so hard, you know? Yeah. Like this is something I actually give a shit about, like yeah. my humor, you like know? Like it's part of your identity. Yeah. yeah. To feel like that part of your identity was missing when it's something that's so clearly very key to you. Exactly. And a, a huge part of your happiness, I imagine. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'm still funny. Even if I bomb this open mic, I'm funny with my friends, you know? Like I still have humor outlets. Yep. But COVID, I, I didn't. You got none of that. It got none of it. So, yeah. you know, I kind of started gaining my confidence back through like public speaking with humor and TikTok. It was a really good starting point because- That's great, I love that. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's like you post something and it's like, you don't have to see the reaction right away. You yeah, know? it's true. Yeah. And it's like- if I it, posted one this morning. I always put my phone in airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally like I leave it for three hours and then I come back and I look at all the likes like it's your birthday on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
the yeah. dopamine hit Ooh, what a rush. that I get from TikTok likes. Oh my God. The first time I went viral on TikTok, I don't think I slept for 48 hours. <laughs> I was like on such a high. I was like at 4 a.m. like refreshing the likes. Whoa. Like it was fucking crazy. What, how, how viral? Like two point, like a million? No. <laughs> just throw out the highest fucking number so I can be like, no, I guess I actually wasn't well, wild. Billion? billion? What was that? Um, yeah. The first one, uh, like 200,000. Oh, word. Yeah. So I, I consider viral like anything over 100K. Okay. That's yes. like my standard of viral. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But what I found really interesting with TikTok is like, I have about like 2,000 followers, which okay. considering like, it's not like I'm a huge influencer, you know? No, I've got not... 100, you're doing amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's like people, this is gonna sound so fucking obnoxious, but like people <laughs> like know me, if that makes sense. Like people from my hometown yeah. will be like, like people that I barely know will come up to me and be like, oh, hey, like, are you sponsored yet on TikTok? Like you're so famous. Like my friend of a friend shared your video, like whatever. And it's kind of weird because it's like, I only have 2,000 followers, but I look at the other analytics, like the shares, for example, because if something gets like 2,000 shares, like that's a pretty wide, like range, you know, you're reaching a lot of people. Yeah. One of my friend's friends in New York got sent one of my videos being like, oh, this girl's so funny. No way. And my friend was like, I I know her like personally, you know, that's so cool. Yeah. So that shit is cool. And so anyways, it, it kind of. Tiny little taste of fame there. Like Tiny the first, little, first yeah. First little taste, isn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. when I started going on TikTok lives and people were like, what are the goals? Like, what do you want to do? And at first I was like, I just want to have fun. And still, yeah. I yeah. just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started kind of talking like, well, maybe one day stand up comedy. And it was kind of like pulled back out of me. Right. If that makes sense. And everyone's yeah. like, you have to do it. Like, I'd come see you. Like, not that I need external validation to do things. Oh, my God. But it helps. <laughs> yeah. It helps. It helps when something's kind of like suppressed. Right. Yes. Um, so then... I went to an open mic and I just wanted to check it out. I didn't want to perform, right? And I messaged one of my friends to come with me and she was like, I'll come, but she was coming from the suburbs. Ah. So she was like, if I'm coming all the way from the suburbs, you're performing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to perform. I just want to check it out. She's like, this is something you want to do. Go do it. Like who gives a shit? Like it's Mm -hmm. an open mic. And I was like, okay. So I prepare my five minutes or whatever. I go up, she films it for me and it went well. Like, okay. was it the best set of anyone's life? No, but it <laughs> yeah. went well and I felt good, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I met, again, like people in comedy, they're so nice. Like, I, it's mm. just so surprising because I thought they would all be assholes. And like, even the next week I went back to that open mic and they yeah. remembered my name. Like, they were it just like, hey, Monica. Yeah. It is, yeah, you know? It really is. And um, so, yeah, I, I taped it and then... That night was when I met uh, Brandon Sakai. Right. And he didn't see my set, but I just said what my intentions were, you know? Mm. Like, I want to get into comedy. I want to do this. And he's like, did you tape your set? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, send me your set. I'm always looking for new comics. Amazing. Mm. And ever since then, you know, like, he's, he's really been helping me and booking me on shows and getting me seen and... You know, I, I think it's all about, like, my first open mic after my four-year thing mm-hmm. was May 6th. Okay. And my first show last night was June 6th. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's, so it was literally exactly a month from the first crazy. open mic to the first show. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, insane. I know. So you did the open mic 
yes. discovered that like I'm okay, like I am good at this. Yes, just kidding. Four year hiatus. I can do this. I yeah, am the most funniest fucking I was just a bunch of fucking losers. Um, yeah, and then so then afterwards, you kind of like had maybe had a bit of a sit down or like a little bit looked internally and thought like, oh, okay, I actually I really want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Because yeah. the things that you want to do can be like the scariest things, you know? So, yeah, like truly things that I don't give a so shit vulnerable. about. Exactly. Like I. Like, I went through school and, like, became an accountant, right? right. And it's, like, none of that was hard. Like, you study. <laughs> you don't actually give a shit. You're just, like, oh, like, job security. Money like, please. Yeah, like, yeah. everything's fine, whatever. But I was, like, so unhappy. But it's, like, to actually do something that makes you, like, truly happy, you're putting a lot on the line, right? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going up there and I'm, like, laugh at me. Mm. And it's It'll be great to get to a point where I'm like, I don't really give a shit yeah. if people laugh or not. Like, I'm doing this for me, but I've also kind of learned my place and what what works for me. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but it's like, I just have to keep remembering, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You yeah. know? There's yeah. this uh, chapter in The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. I don't know if you... Uh, I've heard of I've seen that. the book yeah. everywhere, yeah. He, he talks about how... Um, don't define your goals of like what do you want to do define it as like what do you what would you what do you want to suffer from like yeah. suffer from bombing like yeah you yeah. want to be a comic but like are you okay with suffering from bombing mm. from being laughed at like all those yeah. types of things if it's worth it yeah then that's the only thing that matters like yeah. i don't mind sitting down for like 12 hours just like staring at a screen editing my stuff but if i'm editing it for someone else and i don't want to do it i also don't mind being laughed at and like <laughs> being cringe as yes. well yeah. I've, I've been making content since i was like in fourth grade and there's a lot of cringy Whoa. shit still on the internet yeah. so somehow yeah. so please guys don't don't look it up <laughs> so everyone just close the edit. podcast <laughs> yeah. to look up all your cringe shit <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> well like yeah like being cringe like being laughed at being bo- like just bombing i yeah. think that's that's like what you should not be looking for but like being okay with well, that's, that's what a big I, part of it. You know? Yeah, that's what I went through, right? Like, I bombed and I stopped. Yeah. yeah. I stopped for four years, right? And then I kind of realized, like, the only failure and the only way that I'm actually going to be unhappy is if I don't do this. Right. If I yeah. go up and bomb, like, that's not going to make me as unhappy as just not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, what are you willing to suffer from? Like, yeah. I'd rather bomb sets then never do a set again in my life. Right. So it's just like keeping that in mind. Like even like last night, like it went well, but it freaked me out so much. Like mm. I like my stomach was in knots all day to say the least, you Christ, know? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you just kind of have to come back to the idea that it's like, I'm getting to do what I love. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's going to be moments where I'm like, I'm so shit. Why the fuck am I doing this? I'm not funny <laughs> at all. Like, I am trash compared to everyone. Yeah. And you're going to be so hard on yourself. Like, I'm going to watch my tape from last night and go through it, like, detail by detail. Oh, my God. But uh, you just kind of have to take it. yourself a- all the way through <laughs> Yeah. Well. Like, the pause longer. Yeah. Wow. I've had open mics that were better than this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you kind of... I just have to remember to take a step back and take the perspective to be like, I fucking love this yeah, and yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. And sometimes stress is good because it means you care about something. Mm, you know? True. If yeah. I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, that means I don't. Whatever. I'm going to go up and 
and yeah, gives a shit, then exactly. it's like, well, you, you don't give a shit. Exactly. So like, and also, if you don't, then why why should we? Kind exactly. Of thing. And that, that kind of, like, vibe or energy, I don't know, whatever, definitely comes across in a crowd if you, like... Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a few stand-ups like that who, are like, clearly are funny, but they also think that, like, being funny is almost something that should just be given to them. Yeah. So they're like, I don't know, like, I was funny back in 2012, so, like, just fucking laugh. Exactly. Like, that's, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is a very weird... Weird energy, I guess. Well, I think um, the problem, too, is, like, what I was saying, like, people can get bored of their own sets. I got bored of mine so quick. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I got bored of mine so fast. And so I've heard, like, two schools of thought on that. Mm. Number one is, like, just suck it up. Because okay. you're doing what you love to do. Yeah. Act. Like, pretend you're into it. And also remember that people in the audience have never heard it before. Right. So that's the one school of thought. The other school of thought is, like, keep reworking stuff to kind of like if it's not interesting to you anymore because maybe you have new perspectives now or you've right. seen other comics and you want to refine it so that's that's kind of what i do is like i keep yeah. refining it for myself that and makes it a little bit more interesting for you because yeah. it's something new every time exactly exactly yeah. so Plus you know the stuff that's like really funny you're obviously keeping yeah you're not, you're not changing that unless you find something that's even funnier and that's just like exactly that's a win-win yeah yeah, well, that's the Ooh, thing is, yeah. like, you see comics, and th- th- if they go on, like, countrywide tours, they're doing the same thing every night. Every time. Yeah. And yeah. they're saying, like, yesterday this happened to me. Like, it was probably fucking five years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yesterday, you well, know? they're laughing at their own joke, and you're like, you're not really laughing. You just kind of forgot what you were going to say. And yeah. And like, yeah. see it when they come back. And they yeah. Go, oh, it's so stupid. Anyway, and then they go, like, and yeah. Yeah. All these, like, little tips and tricks, which are really, really cool. And also, like... I, I do think that that is such a skill in itself to like make it sound like it's the first time you're saying it. Yes. By saying like, oh, I was talking to this dude yesterday or laughing at your own stuff or laughing at your own story kind of thing. Yeah. It makes it seem like you get to connect with the crowd a little bit more because it feels yeah. very more conversational rather than like, this is a lecture and I've done this a thousand exactly. times. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. you can tell when someone's like there, if that right. makes sense. Like when yeah. they're in the moment. Versus when they just like have a script in their head. And they're just going through the... And they're just reading it. And that's something that like I want to be able to do. Because when I tell a set for the first time, I'm there, you know? like First time is the best time every time. Best time, Mm -hmm. right? And then when I tell the second or the third time, it's like... I'm focused more on like, okay, I looked at my first video. What did I refine? Now I'm trying to like do this whole set kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not as with the crowd, if that makes sense, you right. know? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's interesting. And yeah, like some of my best, most fun sets have been like 1 a.m. at a fucking open mic. There's right. five people in the audience, but you're like, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like no one gives a shit about me. So you're like... YOLO and you're just like doing your thing and it's just such a good set yeah. because you don't like not that you don't care but you're just like you have no fear you're just enjoying it you're just yeah. enjoying it yeah. you know and so it's like that's I want to get to a point where I can be like that like just <laughs> yeah. enjoying it no yeah. matter what the audience is you I would know? love that too yeah totally yeah. self-esteem as well because yeah. you really do I mean, I, I feel the same way as you. Like, I truly love it. It's something that I really wanted to get into. I finally got into it. I had no idea how much I would actually, like, really enjoy it. It sounds like for you, you always kind of knew that comedy was, like, a coping mechanism. Were you were you always, like, writing jokes or, or anything like that? Or was that something all, all that was dome. all new to you as well? Uh, writing is new because yeah. it's always just been, like quick wit responses like conversational conversational where it's like people have always been like you're so funny but 
it's not like I'm planning the jokes and it's no. not that's why now when people are like oh you're a comedian like say a joke or like be oh funny my God, I hate oh yeah that. yeah and they yeah. just kind of look at you and you're like shut the fuck like that's not how it this works work like that yeah, yeah. yeah. you like in the right environment right atmosphere yeah not just like yeah. on the street like on a sidewalk yeah like, says, like make me laugh and then laughs like you have yeah. to you have to pick something really left field to get them exactly yeah. and so it's like I don't know it's just always been conversational and it's it's not that it's something that I think I can lose or get or whatever, but I think I was nervous because I'm like, I'm not trying and it's just a response to someone. It's not like I'm writing jokes, you know? So I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't translate, right? Like being funny in conversation versus going up on a stage because going up on a stage... So it's like a one-person conversation. Exactly. It's just you talking. Exactly. And then it's like, there's so many other factors like i know so many people that are funny in real life but they have the stage fright they don't know how to like write a set like they don't want to write a set they get nervous whatever so to to be able to translate it is very Mm. difficult it's really really tough i i found like a pure love of writing jokes though i have to say if i if i could pick like one well my dream job would to be um phyllis in the office but my my real <laughs> but my second dream job would be to write jokes for phyllis in the office that, like, <laughs> that just i i find like it's so and it's also when i'm writing jokes and i'm not just constantly rehearsing them over and over yeah the writing jokes for me is when i think i'm the funniest person in the world yeah, yeah. i'm writing things down some of them are good some of them are not when you say them out loud it turns out none of them are but then like <laughs> as you're writing i don't know about you but like i get that's when i get like the real high yeah it's interesting yeah and then it's all just downhill from there like i do enjoy the open mics i do before i do enjoy performing but the writing i like i love that for for me it's like the exact opposite for me it's just talking oh it's the performing not even performing on stage just me talking to someone (laughs) (laughs) before she came before she came (laughs) (laughs) when i'm talking just to a friend like i feel alive and like i know where to throw jokes in but then like when i'm on stage i'm like sweating like a motherfucker oh my god God. i'm like i like messed up my i think i messed up my line a couple times when i was doing the open mic and i was like oh my god this is fucking terrible right now but i like the just the feeling just like telling stories Mm. telling stories and just like throwing those little jokes in there and shit but Mm. i don't know like that stage fright i still need to get even though i do it for a living i talk (laughs) into mic for a living i still need to figure it out for a living and a hobby yeah yeah (laughs) you still get stage fright i still do good to know like i'm happy like it's such a human element i'm sure with practice that eventually goes away i get really knobbly knees my my legs literally shake (laughs) when i'm up on stage which is all and i have no control over it it sucks yeah Yeah. i I think Uh, public speaking was uh people's number one fear and the second one was death (laughs) 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 i'm pretty sure i read that somewhere oh my god wow does that make us the most hardcore people ever yeah i think so i don't feel fucking hardcore and no one has ever in my entire life or anyone else's life ever called me hardcore that that would be sweet they call you the mom they call me the eileen yeah well they always say they're like if you can do stand-up comedy, you can do anything. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can't do anything. Knocking like, I'm very store, scared. Like, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I, like, I think that's wrong. Like, they're wrong. <laughs> Give me that damn know? hat. I'm flying this plane. <laughs> <laughs> I can do anything. And then just be on the mic the entire time. Cracking jokes with the passengers. Hey, guys, we're going down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's crazy. I don't know. I've People are like, aren't you scared of public speaking? And it's not like when I was younger in school, I was like excited about going up and doing presentations. Like I get nervous, but 
I don't really get nervous about the public speaking. I get right. nervous that people are not going to laugh at the jokes. Right. Like yeah. that's where the nerves are. And mm. like what you were saying about writing, like, first of all, I hate writing. No way. I hate it. Cause it's all in my head. And like, I'll just like make my, my brain works faster than I can write. Okay. So I'm mm. writing, but my brain is like on the fifth joke and I'm just like trying to write it down. Um, but yeah, I find it's, it's, all in my head, and I hate writing. Where was I going with this? I totally uh, forget. We, oh, we're yeah. We're saying what we enjoy most about sort of like the stand-up. Performing, yeah. writing, not writing for you. Not writing. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting, though, because you know how you were saying when you write, like, you laugh really hard, like, at, at uh, yeah, a I certain think the funniest, parts. funniest person ever. It's just always interesting, and I talk to so many comics about this, is, like, the beats that you think you're going to hit, like, the yeah. punchlines... Like mine hit sometimes, but sometimes they don't. But the ones that hit the hardest, I don't even write them as jokes. Like they're like part of the story. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everyone starts dying. And yeah. I'm like, this yes. wasn't even like a joke, you yeah. know? And now I'm like, okay, so that's a joke. Mm -hmm. But then when I say it as a joke, it's like not as funny because what was funny was that I wasn't saying it as a joke in like yeah. the first time. Like it's just, it's a learning experience, but it's it's so interesting to see what hits and what doesn't because mm. it's always, it's never what you think. Yeah. You know? It never is. I was just about to talk about that as well, actually. So thank you. That's an amazing segue. I usually write love writing and then when I get to the show I have no idea like I think that it's funny for yeah. me and then I'm sure this has happened to you as well but do you ever write a joke and like you're working really hard on this joke and like you think it's and by the time you get to the end of it you're like this joke is the tits it might be the joke to kill all jokes but the one before it took you two seconds you did it in the like you thought about it in the car or something wrote it down really quickly and that's the joke that kills and yeah. the one that you worked on doesn't really do that well e or just like doesn't do as well like a hundred percent of the every, time every time yeah. every single time that's why you have to write down everything yeah like, i never know what's going to be funny yeah. or like what, what will be funnier than other things mm. yeah like, I kind you don't of know. know what's going to be funny i don't really know what's going to be like funniest yeah. I don't know what other people are going to find funny. Yeah. I remember like I, I was uh, workshopping one of my bits and I added a new line that I thought was going to be the funniest fucking part of the set. <laughs> I thought it was going to be so funny. Like pause for big laugh, I pause did, for yeah. applause, pause for Netflix special. Okay. Literally, yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is going to be like, on my Instagram. I'm going to like edit it. So I do the set and I, I say the line and I'm so excited about it, right? And I just like make it this big thing and I pause like crickets Ooh, and no. it's, it's fine like i kept moving right yeah. like and the rest of the set's funny but i'm just like how did not how did that not hit seriously and like ship you get it. a little bit like annoyed i do when like when something doesn't land as much as i think it should i get there's a tiny part of me that gets annoyed at people <laughs> you know i tried it just twice so fucked up. i tried yeah. it twice because i'm like maybe it was the crowd you yes, know yeah, and you, then gotta, so, you gotta keep trying it yeah yeah and so i tried it again and i'm like Okay, like once again, like no. silence, you know? Oh. Um, <laughs> God, it hurts the first time. It hurts even more when it's been confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like, it was very confirmed. And like, it didn't like hurt me just because I had so much other shit around it that like I had done and it was fine. Yeah. But I'm just like, how the fuck does this not hit? And then this other stuff that I didn't even write as the joke yeah. that I've now incorporated as the joke because people die at it <laughs> are, is what's hitting. Like what is happening, you know? Yeah. But it's like, again, it's like, and that's why I was just going to say, I always say as if I've been doing this for 10 years, but like <laughs> what people always say and what I will say is like tape every single set yeah tape mm -hmm. every single thing you do people are scared to tape because they're like well what if i do bad and i have to watch it back 
you don't have to watch it back. No. Yeah. Like, but even that set that I bombed four years ago, yeah. I deleted it. And Ooh. I'm kind of mad that I deleted it. Because oh, I yeah. wish yeah. that I could like watch it back and see like, was there anything good? What did I do bad? Whatever. Right. Um, so and then tape maybe everything. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, maybe, three, three, sorry, minute, three minute time. Oh, okay. Oh, rapid yeah. fire? Rapid fire the questions? Rapid you got? fire questions. I've got them all in my head. Oh, I, do you? Okay. Yes. Oh, I God. Rapid fire. Okay, the, the first um, one I have, I actually wanted to ask you this. So okay. what what uh, direction do you want to go with your voice with comedy? Yeah, any, any specific? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. I was talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, I think people have kind of seen me so far as like dry, like dry humor. Okay. But sometimes I'll do stuff where I'm like, like last night it was a very active set, right? So the feedback is kind of like, well, you know, you're still finding your voice. I want my voice to just be myself, very genuine. I don't really want to put too much focus on finding a specific voice because I think that kind of pigeonholes myself into like, mm. I am this comic. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I just want to be myself. Right. So I don't know if that's the best advice, but that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rapid fire? Nice. Rapid fire. Okay. Got two minutes. Two minutes. Um, favorite comic? Oh, gosh. Um, it's funny. I, I don't watch very much stand-up. Oh, oh that's wow. so funny. I know. Yeah. I have to I'm, admit, I didn't. I, I do now. Yeah. I didn't before I started. I'm, I'm like starting. I always say with this question, have you heard of Aquafina? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really like her. I, I find her voice very unique. She's her so Her stuff cool. is unique. So yeah. I'll go with that for now. Okay. okay yes. Nice. Um, Oh my god, yeah, this rapid fire is going really well. Um, what was my other one going to be? Oh yeah, are you doing this as a hobby or are you hoping to pursue it professionally? I, yeah, do you still have the corporate? Um, I have a part-time. Okay. Part-time okay. job, so I'm not in that corporate anymore. Um, I want to keep going as long as I have fun and okay. it would be great if it could take me somewhere. I'm just kind of letting the journey go where it wants to go. Yeah. I'm also very like, I've always been like, I have to be the best. I have to make money. I have to do this stuff. And I'm kind of trying to tone it back to be like, no, Monica, yes. we're actually trying to like enjoy life now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Don't like a so new much pressure on yourself. Yeah. It's like yeah. a new concept. Like if this could take me somewhere, that would be great. Yeah. I've made my schedule so that I can have fun support myself financially and maybe be able to make this a thing okay um so yeah that is my answer nice uh where do you see yourself in comedy a year from now oh gosh i have no clue i (laughs) i just want to say like having fun and having this kind of be like a staple in my life i want to say like something that's like consistent if that makes sense you know like keep doing mics keep doing shows keep being in the community yeah and doing that nice cool yeah unfortunately i think our time is up oh yes we'll have her on another time yeah Um, yeah, i'd love to come back yeah Yeah, this is really fun thank you so much for being here thank you guys Um, yeah thanks for watching uh this podcast stay on average fools Bye. Bye. Thank you. Plug yourself. Shameless plugs. Number one, TikTok. Monica Gross. Gross is in disgusting. 22. That is Monica Gross. 22. Instagram. Same thing. Monica Gross. 22. For all of my upcoming shows, it is on my link tree, which is on both of those bios. Thank you guys so much. I love plugs. Say stay on average fools. Stay on average fools. Keep fucking watching.